0: Welcome, guys. This is the next episode of the Bricks and Business podcast. Today, we're going to discuss in how to start a construction business. How are you doing, so yes. today?
1: Yeah, I'm very well, Jason. Thank you. Now, this one is actually quite a common question that I get all the time. I don't know about
0: Yeah, of course, I get the question all the time because people get fascinated in the sense. Yes. So, yeah, yes. business Which question. Is,
1: yeah, construction is a great business to be in. Mm-hmm. But uh, what we're going to discuss now it will be for construction. But because business is so similar... Mm -hmm. in each industry in terms of like running it and strategies. I'm sure you guys can use it for any business.
0: Yeah, all the aspects, the main aspects that apply to any business really. We're going to give some tips about construction specific, but you can pick up all the details.
1: Definitely. That sounds really good. So here we are. Let's start with the first point that, um, I mean, in terms of qualification, you know, I've personally started... Quite a few businesses since 2007, I'd say, since 2007. I was 17 years old. Oh, nice. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Painting and decorating was the first one Um, in northwest London, Hendon, which uh, was successful for a few months. Uh, But when you're at that age, all you can think about really is how to spend your money.
0: Of course, yeah. Uh, You see money coming in, so yeah, go crazy. Yes.
1: Yes, you're not really worried about the future. Uh, and since then, there's been a lot of construction businesses and property. Uh, you know, lots of different uh, experiences. So this is where my tips are coming from. Well, uh, Jason, my well.
0: side, yeah. I mean, when I was in school, I had a little side business um, selling uh, PlayStation yeah, games. Yeah, I had the side hustle actually. Oh, yeah, you can. Talk what were you about. selling? I was selling. Uh, <laughs> PC games actually. Don't say weed. No, no, no. I, wish. Ah. <laughs> I wouldn't okay. be here if I was selling weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. You'll be retired by now. My second retirement by now.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Anyway, yeah, I was selling PC games, but not the original ones. I was I had the game myself and then I was making copies and I was Wait, hold on, what kind of games? PC. Windows. Oh, PC.
1: Yeah. I heard something completely different.
0: Well y- your <laughs> mind your mind travels to different place, yes. I guess.
1: It wonders for sure, yeah. <laughs>
0: So, yeah. Yeah, how'd I, that go I used yeah I used to make some decent profit um, yeah. but, but then I got shot down by the school so I had to stop this because well, it was, Shut down by the feds <laughs> well <laughs> if you can call the uh, principal a fed yeah kind of. Yeah. Yeah. when <laughs> my, you're in school there. yeah my parents were called in yeah that wasn't really um, but yeah I had my business um, targets since I was young I guess yeah so yeah, I was so it's always been kind of a fascinated trend. yeah I yeah, used to okay. go and help out um, with my dad's uh, corner shop as well. I used to work there. Oh, yeah,
1: That's something we didn't know. That's good.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was when I was like 12 or 13 years old, actually.
1: Yes, I think what you need to do to be in business really is to have the passion for it. Because if you don't have the passion for it, you know,
0: you just yeah, up. Because the thing is, not everybody can be a business owner. No. It's not a bad thing. You don't have to. Uh, some people operate better when they they do the. Specialize on something specific, working for something else, because they get inspired by that. I know a lot of people, they they have aspirations to work for ex company because they like the CEO or they like the the ethic of the company.
1: I've seen people hugely passionate about their jobs, and I I admire that.
0: Yeah, of course, yeah.
1: All right, let's get started. It's nice to get to the first, like I would say, point, Mm -hmm. is to create your vision. You know, that sometimes people try to rush into things and they don't really know where they're going. I think if you're going to actually go for it, you should create what you want it to be. What are you
0: and what kind of company are you? And why you want to do a company. What's your why? why? That's really important as well.
1: Yes, yes. Why are you here? What are you doing? What makes you different from everybody else? Um, uh, Best way to do that, I'd say vision board as well. Lots of people use vision boards, you know, to create your vision. Uh, not only for what you want, but what are you offering as well.
0: What is a board? Give us a brief uh, example. Well, a board
1: is, um, you must have seen it on Instagram, where you gather a collection of photos or names or symbols or anything that you can find that is motivating you to reach that goal. Like, for example, you might have a big house on there, you might have a photo of a Ferrari. These are your goals. Um, Mm -hmm. These are the things that you're reaching for. But vice versa, if you're also... You know, trying to create your business, you should also be creating a vision board for that. Like, what are you offering? Are you going to be a big contractor? Uh, how big of a contractor you're going to be, um, and what services you're offering, What kind of clients are you having? You know, that could also be a vision for you as
0: well. Yeah, you might want to specialize into something. Yes, exactly. And next point. And uh, next point is when you to find you need to find the name for your company. But I mean, it can be something symbolic for you. It can be the name of your kid or. And be in the next city, something to do with the city you were born or experience mm. you had. But find a name that potentially down the line, let's say you become a, a million dollar company or pound yeah. or whatever. Um, dollar, dollar. Dollar, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dollar, dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to find a name that is going to be adaptable and it can grow with you. Mm. Because mm. you don't really like to see, oh, this name actually is owned by another company that is in this field.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, all you have to do is look at the big companies. Like what what we've done, and we're doing our market research. I mean, think of someone like Google. You know, they're Google, and they're leaders in the tech industry, which means their name works. You know, you want to have something similar to Google, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Same with construction. You've got names like Skanska, you know. You know, you've got different type of names that fit the industry. You know, you can't call a construction company Instagram. It just won't work, will it?
0: Yeah, or um, it's the best muffins.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't call it a muffin. So tailor it to your industry and find the best thing to do, have a look at the top ten companies in your industry and try to uh, analyze, you know, yeah, how they find come out the their story names.
0: because all yeah, the names definitely. have a story behind them or most of them anyway. So, so yeah. find out to see what did they use as a base for their name and why yeah. they came up with that. So try to adjust that to your situations.
1: Yeah, I think it's important. It might not be important when you first start out. But it is important when people start seeing it as something personal, you know how can they relate to it you know once it starts expanding and growing, you know, yeah, because when that there's that a story be? behind, yeah. it's also
0: as well a good selling point because oh, how do you come up with that name? well actually, yeah. this so it's good conversation pick icebreaker as well,
1: yeah, I mean you've got a company called Lightning Lets, why don't you tell us how you came up with that name?
0: well, when I was starting to when I first came into London I had the, I would start renting our properties to live for myself, right? Yes. Yeah. But I was always getting frustrated by the lengthy process of ah. how long does it take to, to rent a property, all the checks, all the So true. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted my vision was to I wanted to create a company that is quick. Because we like live lightning in Lightning quick? Yes. <laughs> so that's <laughs> yeah. why my inspiration of the name was behind. Brilliant.
1: And because we well live because, in a fast
0: world so yes. We need to
1: pick yes. A perfect example. Very perfect example. For, what what about, my side. Yeah, what about yeah, your exactly. side? exactly. Yeah. I was just about to mention a uh, current company is called Mill Rock London. Mm-hmm. Again, that's me trying to analyze the market and looking for a one or two letter, sorry, one or two word names. Not something too difficult, something easy to say. Uh, in terms of personal value to me, it's the first part is my daughter's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, second part, Rock for strength and you know, everything else. And then also London is the city I was born and raised in. So most of that stuff has got a meaning, meaning for to you. me personally. Yeah.
0: Which is a great yeah. story and a great um, oh. Oh. way to do it because it gives you the motivation every day looking at this yes. company name to move forward.
1: Yes, definitely. And I want our clients to see, when they see Mill Rock London, I want them to think of strength. I want them to think of solid foundations. I want them to see, think of, uh, you know, positive. Think positively.
0: That's great, yeah. And that comes to the next point, that, uh, yeah. to think of your business as a brand and not just a company. Yes. Because the brand is a company brand, but also your personal brand, and these two combine into your business.
1: What would you recommend, though? I mean, would you do personal brand or would you do both? Because this has been a question a lot of people ask. Should I work on my business brand or my personal brand or both?
0: I think you should work when on both, right? Because
1: yeah.
0: your company brand is an extension of yourself, right? That's how you have to yeah. think about it. So by building a strong personal brand, then people will trust you. But then when you have your business uh, company brand as well combined with your personal, it's something, it can be a great synergy to move forward. Because some people might know you from your personal uh, brand and some people they might get to know you from your business side. But when they get to know you, understand better how both things get combined, you will create a better, stronger view for both of yourself and your company.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, people work with people. So although they're going to research your business and your name, Mm -hmm. especially when you're a smaller company, people are most likely going to do a bit of research on you personally as well. So which is why you say it's good to have both, to try and work on both because if you do, you know, you're covered and people want to know who you are at the end of the day. So just don't be afraid to go out there, make those videos, put your face on it because people want to work with you. They're not really working with the name of your company,
0: yeah, but also at the same time, look as we discussed on the the future proof of your company. Yeah, if you create a strong brand at the company, when someone th- when your company becomes big enough, it's not going to be only about you; it's going to be about your mm-hmm. company. Exactly. You think about Facebook, okay? You know Mark Zuckerberg, but yeah. how many people actually know Mark Zuckerberg's story? No, they know Facebook. No. Mm. So they don't know him personally. No, they don't know him personally. They might feel like they do, but he he is controlling. What information you know about him at this point? Mm-hmm. If you knew him from before, like later when yeah. he was in college, for example, you college. associate, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Harvard. Was it Harvard?
0: Uh, I think it was Harvard, yeah,
1: yeah, harvard.edu. Yeah, I remember that, I remember from the
0: movie, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's, I think, again, is it's really important to, to to control again what you present to the other world because. Even if you have some great part of your past, in my opinion, you should use them in your advantage because it's better to get something out. Let's say, I was, as I said, I was selling uh, Windows games. Uh, I mean, yeah, Windows games, yeah. Yeah, they was, that was <laughs> an illegal thing to do, but I'm putting it out because if down the line my, this comes out and then, oh, yeah, uh, Jason was selling um, fake games. Yep. Uh, it will be, you have to you'll be on the back foot, but if you get a story out of your past that not many people know, that will cover it and send you ahead of the curve.
1: Yes, exactly. And you learn from your mistakes. Of course, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then you've got the, uh, the next part is uh, we're talking about your goals. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to have the short-term goals, the mid-term goals, the long-term goals. But then I think the very most important one is your end goal. What's your end game? Like they say in Avengers. What's the end game? What's the end game? Like, where are you you planning? Yeah, copyright. TM, I'm trademarking that. (laughs) Are you planning to sell it? Are you building a brand to sell it for a million bucks or a million dollars or a million pounds?
0: Yeah, you all have an exit on your head, whatever that is. It might be a really ambitious plan, but at least you have it on your end goal on your head.
1: Yeah. Because that changes your strategy throughout. Like, If you're planning that you're only going to work on this business for a couple of years, sell it for a million bucks and move on to something else, your strategy will be very different and you'd invest a lot more money into your business if you think you're going to actually go the full distance. And then you start scaling up and you start going international. You want to keep it throughout. You just want the cash flow. You don't want the big sellout. So that's yeah. very important, right? Because it's going to steer you towards that strategy that you want.
0: Yeah, and then you will it will adjust your mid-term goal and your short-term goals as well.
1: And then that leads us to our next point, which is uh, what I think personally is to get your affairs in order. You know, you need to choose who your account is going to be. You need to choose what your strategy is going to be because like we discussed on a previous, on outsourcing, are you going to go one way or are you going to go the other way? Um, you know, think about how much you're going to spend. You know, if you've got anything to spend. I mean, every single business I've started, I have had zero pounds to invest. The only thing I had was my time and my energy.
0: Which sometimes is much what, greater than having the money. Oh, yeah.
1: I believe it is. I think if you can start a business with zero pounds and you can make it semi-successful, I think that separates you from a lot from billions of other people.
0: Yeah, because so, there's a lot of companies being set up now, especially Silicon Valley and all this kind yeah. of... Yeah. ...that they, without funding, they cannot operate. Exactly,
1: yes. So work out a way to operate without funding. Because once you can do it with zero pounds, imagine if someone gave you a million.
0: Yeah, you're going to go what in great
1: lengths. Yeah, exactly. So always try. If you haven't got any money, that's great. I think that's actually a lot better.
0: Yeah, I mean, some businesses, for example, if you're going to be doing an like a bakery business, for example, okay, you might need some money to start with. But there's a lot of successful like companies that started in their house. They were just making yes. goods on the oven, for example. Yes. So they didn't really yes. have to spend money to start it off either. They were yes, just using exactly. existing... Um, hours they had and resources.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately I think business is about risk. You know, I know that majority of the people in the world are risk adverse. They don't want to take risks because obviously risk is scary, isn't it? You you don't know what's gonna happen. But the best way to defeat the risk and the fear in your mind is just to think of it as you've got nothing to lose. The worst case scenario, if you started a business tomorrow and it wasn't successful, you'd just be back to square one. You know? You can just start again. You can try again. Like, there is no fear. There is nothing to be worried about. You know how you hear a lot of people getting to the end of their life and they say, I regret the things I didn't do? Yeah. Not just, the things I did? No. You know, you're never going to remember the day that you started a business, it failed, and you lost everything. Well, the year after, you could start a different business and regain it all back again. And by the time you reach the end of your life, you would have uh, thanked yourself.
0: I yeah, think. exactly. Yeah. I mean... No, live with no regrets That's, no regrets yeah yes exactly. because, so if you're thinking do it yeah and um, some people they're worried they have a day job or they have a job anyway and they're thinking oh cool. if I yeah. lose my job uh, if I stop working and then do, uh, be, go to my business well and life it fails you can go back to the job you've had the job okay. before you can go back yeah. you're good enough to have a job before you're good enough to have a job again so well, it's not no, the end of the two world ways.
1: There's two ways to do this. Personally, my my best one, my favorite one, and the one I always use, it's a completely different strategy. But I think that, like you say, if you're working, I think you can still run a business part time. I think you can at least start.
0: Oh yeah, there's a yeah. lot of people who have side hustles and, they, and yes. they get it to a stage that it can, uh, you can support themselves. Yeah, and then they do the switch. You don't that doesn't have to be instant. Or some people I I know they save up money. Let's say I know a lot of people they save six months money in order for them to live comfortably the way they are now. And then they take this risk. Six months, I'm going to take off. I'm going to try to do my business. If it it fails, i go back to my job, for example. Yeah,
1: exactly. I think there's three different options here, Jason, because you've got the first option where, like you say, you do that side hustle, Mm -hmm. you build it up, which is sort of a minimum risk, but then you get a minimum reward. And then you've got the mid one where you've saved up enough to, to, to live for six months, and then you've given yourself a time limit. You know, which is six months, four months to get shit done. You know, and actually gets that business started and start bringing in income. Or which the one I use is my third and my favorite is burn all your ships and
0: straight to you know? the deep end.
1: Straight into the deep end. You either sink or you swim. Like for me, that's the best way. Yeah, personally, my how my mind works. Mm-hmm. If I'm be if I'm given the option, I might try to go for the easy option, like every human would, which is you know I work and then do it part time. But if you're in the deep end and you've got no other option. Most of the time, you're going to succeed, right? Because you're going to want to swim. Whatever it takes, you're going, you're, you're
0: going to have to survive. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, those are three options, I think.
0: No, that's great. Yeah. I mean, and that would, everything works for different people. So, that's why everything is there. Yes.
1: Yes, exactly. But the smaller the risk you take, I think, the smaller the reward. So, again, it also depends what kind of reward you want,
0: you know? Yeah. You might just want a little bit, a little bit better life than the one you have now. But with now, without taking a lot of risk or wasting a lot of time. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, with my previous business, I went from zero to 1.2 million pound turnover in just over a year. Like, I took the biggest risk anyone could ever imagine, you know. I, uh, I was behind on my rent for three months. I had uh, no real clear plan of what was going to happen. But, you know, that was a great risk and a great reward.
0: And it paid off, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it paid off. And we've got the experience to show for it.
0: Yeah, well, sometimes that's the best uh, yeah. take.
1: Depends on you. Maybe try all three. You know, you got plenty of time.
0: Yeah. It's never too late or never too... You're not late, you're early. Yeah, At exactly. the moment you realize you want to do something, it's great. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. It doesn't you've matter if you're
0: 50 years old, 20 years old, doesn't matter.
1: Exactly. just need some belief. Belief in what you're doing. Yeah, belief in yourself, belief in... You know anything you're you're about to embark on, and that's it. You're halfway there. Here we go. (laughs) Happy with that? That was a good podcast, guys. If you have any questions, as usual, let us know. Yeah, (laughs) that was quite fun actually.
0: I like that one. Yeah, we're really passionate about that. So we'll be keep coming back to that in different aspects, in a way of how to run a business or how any specific problems. So we're gonna be covering different, won't you? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hear us discussing these in and out throughout some other podcasts, so keep us uh, in the loop. Let us know.
0: Yeah, if you 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 enjoy this podcast, yeah, please let us know as well.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: All right, guys, thank you very much. Say bye, so far. All right, guys,
1: say bye, bye. Say (laughs) bye, so far. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. See ya.